we have a Sports Center highlight reel. It's Habib the Eagle Nurgogometa versus Justin the Highlight Gaethje. And whose performance will end up on Sports Center tonight? Right, we like to just give our best bets at the beginning of the show. Not everybody has time to listen to the whole breakdown of the podcast. My favorite and best bets of the night are going to be Jared Cannonier. Uh, he's going to be catching the knockout against Robert the Wheat Reaper Whitaker. We like Alex Al Oliveira to win by decision. And we like Magomed Ankilaev to win uh, by stoppage. Our value bet of the night is going to be Justin Gaethje to beat Habib Nurmagomedov in, uh, by knockout. We also have a underdog of the night. We are selecting Jacob Malkoon to beat the newcomer of Dana White's Contender Series and Philip Hawes. Uh, we also like Alexander Volk Volkov. And we like Casey Kenny tonight. Those are all our best bets. Please, if you didn't get a chance to listen to the whole podcast, we thank all the listeners that do listen. Uh, thank you very much. I am the Prophet. You can find me on Twitter at All Day Sports twenty four seven. I am the Prophet. You have a great day, everybody, and a great week. First up on the card, we got Joel Alvarez versus Alexander Yakolev. And this started off as one of my best bets of the night. Um, it has gone away from that based on the number, I will tell you that. Joel Alvarez, winner four of his last five fights. He last lost his first fight in the UFC versus, versus Demir Ismagulov, who is now 19 and 2. This is a Spain born fighter. He started off as the heavily favored fighter to beat Alexander Yakolev, who has not performed at all in any of his previous fights. He's only got 1.79 significant strikes on, uh, as a stat record with 1.56 takedowns. With only a 33% accuracy on those, I he is uh, kind of he has been in some tough fights and uh, coming in a loser of four of his last five as Yakolev. He lost to Roosevelt Roberts, Zach Cummings, and Kamaru Usman. I don't understand why in the last two days. The money has come in so hard on Yakolev. His record and his appearance has shown nothing to warrant such heavy money being bet from the Sharks. Uh, to lower this number over $100 in value in the last two days. Joel Alvarez started off as a minus 278 favorite in most books. Um, he has been bet all the way down to where uh, to where Alexander Yakolev is just now a plus 130 underdog. 
that the money, because of the money, this has changed um, how I'm looking at this fight. I seen a fight last weekend that I thought was suspect with the judges and should have gone the way of the other opponent and went the way of the Russian fighter. And because of that, I'm very wary on this fight. I would probably pass, uh, but it seems like there's some crazy money coming in on Alexander Yakolev. And uh, where the where the sharks go, I go. So I would bet this fight plus 130 to Alexander Yakolev. It makes no sense based on the record. The fix is into me in this fight. And that's the way I'm going with it. All right, we have uh, in the ladies' 125-pound division, we have Leanna Jojua going against Miranda Maverick. Uh, Jojua 8-3, Miranda Maverick 7-2. Both these ladies are winners of four of their last five. Miranda Maverick is coming in out of the Invicta circuit. Her last loss is to Deanna Bennett in 2019. Uh, she did later redeem that loss that later that year. Uh, she's fought good competition. Three out of the last five come in by submission. She has heavy hands. This lady in looks looks like the new Ronda Rousey coming in here. And I believe that's what the UFC is hoping for. Her fighting style is that of the style of Ronda Rousey. She's got a Muay Thai elbows and knees style fight. She has fought at a heavier 135-pound division. Now, Joe Jua, her opponent, came in very lackluster in her first fight in the UFC versus Sarah Morris. She lost by KO, um, and then she came back, and she beat a newcomer in her second fight. Now, she has to fight a new fighter coming back in and Miranda Maverick. Now, she will bang. Uh, but she looks pretty small com compared to Mar Miranda Maverick. I could not get a lot of information on Miranda Maverick as far as watching her physically fight. I'm just basing this upon appearance. Minus 335 for an opponent coming in uh, to her first UFC debut. Um, can see Seems to me a little bit heavy. Uh, so I'm going to pass on this fight. Not enough info, information for me to bet minus 335 on Miranda Maverick. Uh, but I believe that number may get higher. If she beats Joe Jua, she may be an even higher favorite in her next fight. Especially if she does it convincingly. Um, that is the way I would, uh, I would uh, lean in this fight. I would lean, if I have to make a bet, Miranda Maverick. Small, tiny pizza bet. Again, but it's just a pass. Not enough info. All right, next up we have Da Eun Jung versus Smiling Sam Alvey in the 205-pound light heavyweight division. Sam Alvey comes in 33-14, and 14, very experienced fighter, fighting Da Eun Jung 13-2. and two. Uh, The biggest difference within these fighters as far as Statistical difference is there is a 78-inch reach advantage uh, versus 75-inch reach for uh, Da Eun Jung. It's like two and a half inches. Um, he does fight at length uh, pretty well. 
Uh, the number on this fight and why Da Un Jung is such a heavy favorite is Sam Alvey comes in a loser of four straight. He has not won a fight since 2018. I believe it's a little bit deceiving, though, as Sam Alvey is very durable. He has 19 knockouts on his record. He will test Da Un Jung in this fight. Uh, they both have solid chins and fight really well. Um, I believe that the best way to bet this fight is for this fight to go the distance. Da Un Jung and Sam Alvey are both very slow, methodical fighters, very durable. Um, if you want to pick on the side on this, I will tell you that Sam Alvey will uh, take Da Un Jung down. He is easily taken down. Da Un Jung has more of a pitter pat style offense like Nate Diaz, uh, more volume than power. He does have good knees in the tie clinch, but Sam Alvey is very experienced in all this. He's going to have seen most of everything Da Un Jung is going to bring his way. Um, I do slight lean Da Un Jung based on uh, energy and um youthfulness within this fight but i would just i wouldn't even bet it either way i just bet the fight to go the distance i believe that's where the best bet lies in this fight uh sam alvey da un jung to go the distance all right we got alex the cowboy Oliveira co coming in against shavkat rachmanov in the 170 pound Welterweight division, we have the experienced Alex Cowboy Oliveira, 22, 8 and 1, 2 no contests. That's 33 professional fights. Winner of his last two, he just fought in July here on Fight Island. He has bloodied up his last two opponents. This is a very durable opponent. His cardio will last. All three rounds, he pushes in the clinch. He's got great head movement. Don't see a stoppage in the way of Oliveira per se. Um, he may bloody up Shavkat, but Shavkat should last in this fight. Uh, he's very tall for the 170-pound division. He does have some heavy hands, stand-up fighters, similar slow pitter-pat style coming in against Cowboy Oliveira. I see this fight more likely, and my best bet is to go the distance. I'm a little concerned with these judges. Uh, after last week's performance, we've seen some questionable calls with the judging. Uh, judging for uh, fighters from the area of Fight Island, I've seen Russian fighters that were favored uh, to lose the fight, actually win the fight. Seems was seems was a stretch. So I'm being very careful with my betting here um, in this one. Uh, but Alex Alex Cowboy Oliveira should win handily against Shavkat. He's got a huge experience advantage. And Shavkat can be taken down. He can be mounted. I've seen him almost get knocked out in a fight. His He's fought maybe one or two uh, fighters with any experience level of one or two fights. This has me hugely concerned. His last three fights have canceled on him. He's just looking for a pay to get paid at this point. 
and it uh, will welcome a fight against a tough Alex Cowboy Oliveira. Uh, but I believe he's overmatched in this experience. And uh, Oliveira, I lean to Oliveira. My best bet is to go the distance. All right, we have one of my favorite fights on the card. We have Nathaniel Wood fighting Casey Kenny in the 155-pound lightweight division. Nathaniel Wood coming in with 17 and 4 record. Casey Kenny 15 and 2. We just saw him two weeks ago. He won by unanimous decision over Alatang Hey Lee. Both these fighters coming in winners of four of their last five. Uh, Nathaniel Wood has nice wins over Andre Yule. Josh, uh, his last loss was to Josh Dodson by KO. Uh, it was a very short stoppage um, in that fight. Now, this Nathaniel Wood is a former Cage Warriors champion. He's great at range. He does have some great chokes. My problem is, will he be able to take down Casey Kenny, who has a great wrestling background? His last loss, coming off a winner of four of his last five, five he last lost to Marab Davishtavili, uh, a gentleman out of the Saralongo camp who takes everybody down. Uh, I'm not sure if Nathaniel Wood will be able to take down uh, Casey Kenny, so I believe this is going to be a stand-up battle, and Casey Kenny uh, will win be uh, a decision. Uh, they're both uh, young and talented and hungry fighters. I believe Casey Kenny picks him apart at the at a minus current odds of minus one ninety for Casey Kenny. I believe he has the one of the some of the better value. I will give a like to Casey Kenny on this fight. Uh, if Casey Kenny pushes over the minus two hundred range, I would lean Nathaniel Wood as having the better value. All right, we have Stefan the skyscraper. Scraper Strew, six foot eleven, coming in against Tai Tuivasa, who is ten and three. This is coming in in the heavyweight division. Stefan Struve is thirty-three and twelve, heavily experienced with a huge eighty-four and a half inch reach advantage. This should be a stand and bang fight. Can Tai Tuivasa reach the chin? Of the six foot eleven Struve. Struve is a loser of four of his last five. He has lost two by knockout. Tuivasa comes in a leaner than ever fighter, fighting with a new camp out of American Kickboxing Academy. He says he has taken things more seriously. He has quit drinking as he comes in a loser of his last three, his last loss to Sergey Spigbach. This is how I see this fight going down. Uh, this will be a mostly stand and bang war. I see neither of these fighters able to put the other one away. This should probably go the distance, I believe. That the fight to look at is the Marcin Tibera versus Stefan Struve fight. Tai Tuivasa comes in in a similar style fighter as Marcin Tibera, and I believe he will out volume and outlast the Stefan Struve in this fight. Tai Tuivasa 
uh, comes in with more significant strikes uh, with a better accuracy. I have seen Struve get uh, KO'd uh, by heavy hands before. Uh, I see Tuivasa either outvoluming him or getting a win by the KO. My my like of the night for this fight would be with Tai Tuivasa. Call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's up with the beer? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosion. Overpowering. Over the competition. I'm towering. Reckless shot. When I drop these lyrics that I make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare. You better move. Don't ever compare. Beat to the rest that I all get sliced and diced. Competition's paying the price. I'm gonna knock you. Okay, we got Magomed Akalaya versus Ayan Kutalaba in the 205-pound light heavyweight division. This is a rematch of a fight that happened a little less than a year ago. Uh, Kutalaba and Akalayev were fighting in the first round. Kutalaba likes to come across the ring prior, uh, during announcements and get in the face of his opponents. He did this against Ankalaev. They clashed. They came out. Ankalaev caught Kutalaba with a shot. He was wobbling around, pretending to be hurt. Says he wasn't really hurt. Uh, the referee really wasn't sure, erred in the side of caution, called Kutalaba to be uh, to be uh, knocked out on his feet, which was clearly not the case. You could see he was playing, uh, but you can't play like that in UFC fights. And he lost, and he has a knock on his record to, uh, to Ankalaev. And Ankalaev now is heavily favored in the rematch. Winner of four of his last fight, his last loss came to Paul Craig with one second left in the fight. Um, he is way more accurate than Kutalaba. He has accurate kicks. He's a technical striker, a Russian champion, uh, but which makes Kuta, uh, excuse me, Ankalaev even more dangerous is he trains with Habib and he has nasty takedowns and brutal ground and pound. He has two submissions due to strikes in the ground and pound uh for i seen a, uh, a fight against uh lungi and bula where he had 46 ground strikes out of 46 ground strikes and none for lungi and bula uh that's where the advantage comes in this fight is uh i believe kutalaba only has one path to victory and that is the knockout uh which could happen um, but Ankalaev has other paths to victory, such as takedowns, as well as the knockout. Um, this is going to be my knockout of the night. I would just bet this fight to not go the distance. That would probably be the best and easiest way to bet this fight. Um, I do like a slight lean value for Kutalaba to sneak in the knockout. He, uh, he has, I have seen uh, Ankalaev get, get uh, wobbly with a few punches. Kutalaba uh, has has heavy hands and comes in reckless, recklessly. I could see him 
uh, catching a strike on Ankalaev. <clears throat> if you could bet Ankalaev to win uh, by uh, in less than two and a half rounds, that would be a, a great bet in this fight as well. Uh, but like I said, just stay away from this fight and just uh, bet it to not go the distance. All right, we have in the ladies 125-pound flyweight division, we have Lauren Murphy going against Lily Lilia Shaki Rova. This she fights on a gorilla gorilla fight club in Sahara MMA. She's an Abu Dhabi fighter. Uh, she's more of a favor for uh, Dana White. Had uh, agreed to take some contracts from Fight Island. In Abu Dhabi, I believe this is one of those deals. She comes in fighting Lauren Murphy, winner of four of her last five. She fought Roxanne Modafferi to the win, Andrea Lee to the win, Maria Romero Borella to the win. Her last loss came to Sajara Eubanks. Uh, where the value of this fight, I believe, is with Shaki Rova, believe it or not. The judges have been unfairly judging these fights in favor of the... Russian fighters, this she comes in Russia's number one ranked uh, pound for pound female. She is Asia's number one ranked pound for pound female. She has been bet heavily. Lauren Murphy started in the minus 300 favors. She's been bet down all the way to minus 240. This tells me the fix is in. Put your money on Liliana Shaki Rova. If it goes to the decision, the judges are going to be on her side. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. All right, we got Philip Haas coming in off, fresh off his knockout on Dana Weiss Contender Series. Winner of four straight. He's coming in against Jacob Malkoon, also 4-0. Winner of four straight. Uh, this Mr. Malkoon's coming in for maternal MMA, more of a local fighting promotion in the area. Fighting out of an Australian camp. Uh, Philip Haas is coming in, winner of his four straight. He has a 100% finish rate in all of his wins. He did get knocked out in his last loss. Ah, also on Dana White's Contender Series in 2017. He's uh, entering his first fight in the UFC. And he welcomes in Jacob Malkoon, 4-0. Also in his four, first fight in the UFC. Uh, kind of like a return fight for Malkoon. Uh, like a Dana White's Contender Series fight for him coming in against Hawes in his first fight. Um, although Hawes is heavily favored, I can see very many paths to victory for Jacob Malkoon. He he fights out of eternal MMA with a stiff jab. He's very accurate. I feel like he's more well-rounded than Philip Hawes. I, I am questionable about Mr. Hawes' gas tank because he's never been out of the second round. And when he did go to the second round, he lost. So uh, if it, if Miss if Malcoon can get Haas out of the first round, I see paths to victory. And for that, I'm going with a slight lean to the dog, plus two thirty on Jacob Malcoon. Uh, grab it early. 
Okay, we got Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris coming in the heavyweight division. 80-inch reach for Alexander Volkov. 77 for Mr. Harris. We last seen Mr. Harris in July fighting Alexander, excuse me, Alistair Overeem in a loss. Uh, he lost by knockout. Uh, we can remember Mr. Harris from Alabama. His daughter was tragically killed about a year ago now. There was a search for her. Uh, Dana White has been uh, helped Walt Harris and created a foundation. He's been fighting in the name of his daughter, and he came back in his last fight uh, to a very emotional loss. Um, I believe he will be very motivated against Alexander Volkov. Uh, but I'm fading fighters, anybody fighting Russian fighters this week. Uh, based on judges' decisions, I can definitely see this one coming to a decision as the best way to beat Alexander Volkov is to take him down. But unfortunately, Walsh Harris averages less takedowns uh, than Alexander Volkov does himself. Uh, that means this is going to end up being a stand-up war. Uh, we have seen Walt Harris win four, uh, four by knockout prior to his loss to the experienced Overeem. Uh, but I don't see the knockout coming here as well. I see this going to a decision. Judges judges score this one to a victory in the in the way of Alexander Volkov, who is the more uh, carries more significant strikes per minute by two. He is more accurate by twenty percent. He will out-volume Walt Harris in this fight. I can look to see uh, Alexander Volkov 100-plus uh, strikes, 60 to 80 significant strikes in this fight. And I looked and I lean uh, Alexander Volkov in this fight in the money. Uh, he's not one of my best bets. Uh, but I would give him a, a like, I guess I would say. More of a like in this to go to the decision. Uh, because of the Russian fighters uh, having the advantage on anybody that goes to a decision, um, I like Alexander Volkov in this fight. Hey, we got the co-main event of the evening that brings us to the 185-pound middleweight division. We have Robert the Reaper Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. Cannonier comes in, winner of three in a row, all by knockout. He hasn't lost since he's moved down to the middleweight division. This is a fighter who has started at heavyweight and has moved his way down to middleweight through the lightweight. He fought at lightweight, lost to Jan Blahovich, current champion. He fought Dominic Reyes, uh, prior number one contender, fought John Jones. Now this Jared Cannonier comes in fighting Robert Whitaker. Whitaker has a uh, ex steep experience background. The uh, UFC brass like Whitaker. He just came back uh, from helping his sister in what I believe is a bone marrow transplant. Uh, he fought uh, on Fight Island uh, back the first time around against Darren Till. And this is what is significant to me and the tell of the fight. So Darren Till, a few years ago, a couple years ago, fought Jorge Masvidal. And that's what started Masvidal's run up to UFC stardom was the Darren Till fight. 
Masvidal knocks out Till, goes to the back of the dressing room, two pieces in a soda, Leon Edwards. Then the very next fight, knees Ben Askram in the head, and the rest is history. BMF titles, whatever. Because Masvidal knocked out Darren Till at 170 pounds, and Robert Whitaker, yeah, Masvidal did that in the first round, I believe. Whitaker couldn't knock out Till in five rounds. So to me, this this leans heavily to Cannoneer. He's fought so much bigger fighters. It'll be very hard for Whitaker, other than a slight significant strike advantage uh, in, in, in volume. I don't see... Uh, if this were to come to a a decision, I could see the the likings of Whitaker winning. Uh, but I believe the Cannoneer has more keys to victory, uh, more more heavily handed, and will get the knockout over Robert Whitaker. Uh, also, I want to point out that no middleweight fighter has ever fought his way back to title contention. Ever since Anderson Silva going all the way back, Chris Weidman, Anderson Silva, uh, none of them have been able to fight their way back through this division. I don't see it happening here with Robert Whitaker. This is a stepping stone for Cannoneer to step in against Israel Adesanya. I This is one of my best bets of the night. Jared Cannonier to beat Robert Whitaker. Wouldn't even be surprised if it happens by knockout. Best bet, Jared Cannonier. So we got Habib versus Justin Gaethje. We have the Eagle versus the Highlight. The main event that we've all been waiting for in this fight breaks down simple to me. You have Habib going to try to take down Gaethje, but Gaethje's a... Uh, a national collegiate wrestler. He's got a, a college background in wrestling. He has never uh, been taken down really in the UFC where there's been any control time whatsoever. So that means this fight's going to end up on the feet. And if it ends up on the feet, I got Gaethje. 7.7 significant strikes per minute. He will out-volume Habib on the feet. And he will separate him from consciousness and will get the knockout. If you're going to take, if there's ever a time to fade Habib, it is now. His father just passed away. His camp, none of his fighters have really done any, done very well over the last four or five weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's up to Habib to do it all. I don't see... The Eagle getting it done, 29 fights in a row. A lot of his fights have come by control. Has he put the work in? Has he put the cardio in? Gaethje's hungry. He wants this belt. You know, I think that if there's ever been a time to bet against Habib, it is now. If there's ever been a greater value against Habib, to, or a greater value to for the underdog it is now you are getting your best underdog to face habib at the best 
price plus 275 i'm seeing on gaichi i would take gaichi at this plus money i know everybody wants to take habib but i don't see it happening this time around he will end up being 28 and 1 and will fade off into the sunset and gaichi the highlight justin gaichi out of denver colorado will be the new undisputed light heavyweight champion of the world and will go on a run for a long time. Welcome the highlight.